This episode is sponsored by iTunes. Go to www.cheapseatreviews.com. Click on the iTunes button, purchase anything you want, and a small portion will go to this podcast. You got a great gift, son. It's as if angels came down from heaven and put a blessing on your three bowling digits. You can apply everything that I've taught you about bowling to your daily life. And if you do that, you're going to be decent, you're going to be moral, you're going to be a good man. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 112, and today we're talking about Kingpin. I am Sean Orrod, and joining me tonight is Andrew 14 Karat Gold, Jimison. Hello. <laughs> all right hey buddy uh, that is all <laughs> okay <laughs> i never know what to expect from you and sam wishes trojan would sponsor him vector absolutely absolutely and and sean might i say that you are just 10 pins short of a strike just so you know oh i, I i've known that for a long time uh so let's pull up a comfy chair and dive in once again no corny he's doing something he deemed more important tonight um, I'm just kidding. Which he's, means playing in the Little Mermaid. Yeah, he's playing or in the orchestra. What he's is playing, he playing? Drums. Oh, in the orchestra. Okay. Yeah, he's playing drums in the orchestra pit for the okay. little the local production of the Little Mermaid. Here's a, here's a fun game. What would he play on stage if he was playing a character on stage? Oh, mm. what would a six foot three African American <laughs> man play in the Little Mermaid? It would be hilarious to put him as the crustacean. What's his Sebastian? That's racist. Sebastian. Yeah. He's the only with the Jamaican accent. It's racist. Um, <laughs> what a... I honestly don't think I don't know if he can do uh, Jamaican accent. You know, like know. he'd be doing like his Sean Connery the whole time because that's all he could do. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear him like yelling at the arrow. No, wait just a damn minute. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what else could he play? I don't know. He could do, um, I don't know. I mean, I guess would it be too mean to say he'd be Ursula? Well, I guess that'd be mean. Um, he's he could big. be one of the eels, you know, one of the yeah, eels. Yeah, eels. All right, anyway, uh, enough okay. about him. He's not fun here. Game over. <laughs> fun game over. No more fun games. This is a podcast. This is not, we're not here for fun. We're not here for fun. Nope. No, we are here Absolutely to talk about not. <laughs> very very serious topic tonight. Yep. Very serious movie. Yeah, this is yes, this is a serious movie. Kingpin, nineteen ninety six is Kingpin. Um, and to, to tell you how serious it is, Andrew will read words about it. A star bowler whose career was prematurely cut off hopes to ride a new prodigy to success and riches. Yeah, it says cut off with parentheses. Yeah, I did air quotes, but you couldn't see me. Yeah, 
<laughs> Thank you, IMDb, for not only perpetuating the terrible joke that is that bit, but um, <laughs> for making Andrew read it. Uh, yeah, so 96 is Kingpin. Uh, had any of us uh, seen this before? Uh, bits and pieces. I think that I tried to watch it a long time ago and then for some reason stopped and never never uh, finished it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I've never seen one second of this movie and <laughs> I kind of wish I had. <laughs> or kind of, kind of regret, I'm sorry, that I had is what I was trying to say. Um, oh. So we'll we'll get to that in a minute. So we'll do our kind of our typical opening little thoughts here on the movie. Uh, Andrew, this is not a movie that kept my attention very well, and uh, it, you know I, it's easy for me to watch a movie. That's it's something I enjoy doing is vegging out and watching a movie. I tried to veg out and turn my brain off and just watch it, but I just it couldn't. I couldn't keep focus on it for some reason. Uh, a lot of the stuff I kind of saw coming, you know, the bits. You know, just it was growing up as a pro bowler myself. I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I came to expect a lot of this. I lost my own hand in a bowling ball return, so. That's why they keep. Uh, that's why they have that sign that says "Keep hands away." Keep your hands away. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How messy would that have been? <laughs> Jeez. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm. So, yeah. I'm sorry for you, pal. I didn't know that you uh, were uh, had a prosthetic there. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's very, very lifelike. I'm. I'm impressed with the uh, the artist behind that one. Yeah. Well, I had a choice between that and a wood chipper, and I... <laughs> what, what the bowling return? <laughs> as long as no one shot you in the face, you're all right. Face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Sam? Uh, I had seen bits and pieces. I, for some reason, I kept getting... I thought this, this movie was... Um, oh, God, what's the movie with the, the dude... A big Lebowski. A big Lebowski. It's funny. I did that For exact some, thing last week. Yeah, yeah, and and it wasn't until recently I realized these these things were different. Um, yeah, people probably hate this I, stuff for that. I'm going to be in the minority and say I kind of liked this movie. I laughed and had some fun with it. Maybe it was because it was more of my, I don't know, form not formative years, but it was made during that time that I enjoyed comedies and well, I mean, and I enjoyed enjoyed the humor in it yeah. Yeah. um i you know we'll, we'll play the game later about who would you switch out but really is this almost like dumb and dumber to you guys well, i kept getting in a way dumb, yeah. well i dumber. mean I, I think there's like actually dumb and dumber connections in this movie too yeah yeah uh, and i love dumb and dumber and i kind of got that a little bit um i really wish bill murray was in this movie more I enjoyed pretty much all that Bill Murray was doing, all the bits that he was doing, and um, I guess apparently all the the uh, ad libbing that he was doing for his lines. But um, I thought Woody Harrelson did well. Randy Quaid freaks me out. Um, I'm going to have nightmares of Randy Quaid in drag for quite some time after this movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> But I thought it was fun. You know, uh, there are a lot of jokes in this movie that fall flat. And, it's, and you know, it's it's not, you know, slap your, your knee, well, slap Sean. 
funny, but it's okay. It's it's a fun little comedy, I thought. Well, so the reason why you got that feel is because it's the same directors, right? It's the okay. same the same Fairly Brothers so duo. They, yeah, they have the same kind of tempo. Yeah, not tempo. What do you call? It? The, well, uh, yeah, tempo works, or um, yeah. just kind of the same feel, kind of vibe. Yeah. You know, Dumb and Dumber, and then Kingpin, and then something about Mary, and then me, myself, and Irene. Osmosis Jones, Shallow Hal, Stuck on You, Feed for Pitch, The Heartbreak Kid, Hall Pass. Wow, they, they went down really fast. The Three Stooges, Dumb and Dumber 2, Dodgeball, Speak No Evil. It's a short. Um, so that's what they've done, right? Um, Pretty much do, do, like the Dodgeball, the underdog story with uh, your boy Ben Stiller. Yep. Yeah. I like that one. Yep. Cool. Never okay. seen it. Um, Never seen it. No, I've never seen it. I won't. You're watch kidding it. me. No, it's a good one, dude. It really it is. It really a good is. One. I, uh, Sarah told you me could, that too, and so you because could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball, and there's like like those kind of lines are I actually find funny, um, yeah. and I kind of like the idea of Ben Stiller as a bad guy, so I will probably yeah. watch it because of that. Um, I just You'll haven't. Like I, just, like I just yeah. haven't. It just I don't know. It never seemed funny to me, um, but. My brother-in-law was like, oh, this is the greatest movie ever. But he also thought, like, the ping-pong movie was, too, which it was kind of funny because well, it, Chris- it had Christopher Walken in it saying ping-pong. But otherwise, it was whatever, right? <laughs> um, speaking of Christopher... It's a much better movie than this movie. Uh, actually, yeah, I think so. And it's not saying much. I will say this about Christopher Walken. I watched the new Jungle Book this weekend with my wife. Um, and he oh, was yeah. pretty good. He's in it? Yeah, he plays King Louie. And he sings the song. I want to be like really? you, hoo, hoo, but it's Christopher Walken doing it. And it is hilarious. I, <laughs> I was laughing. And again, Sam, remember when we watched the Lego movie and we would hear these jokes that were directed towards us and no, no one else got it? Yeah, you were the only one laughing. Yeah, like I'm giggling and Sarah's looking at me like, why is this funny? Because like, it's Christopher Walken saying, I want to be like you, ooh, ooh. It just is the way he did it. It was just so weird and funny. But anyway, it was a good movie. I liked it. Um, I liked the oh. Iron Man directors of Iron Man's. Uh, Barbara. Uh, yeah, I liked his. I liked his vision of it. Like not every animal could talk, which I thought huh. it was interesting. Like anyway, it just like most of the monkeys couldn't talk. Only King Louie talked. And okay. there's a couple times where Mowgli meets an animal and he would talk to it and he would just look at him like. We don't know what you're saying. But then, you know, like, obviously he can talk to Baloo, which is Bill Murray, which is our connection back to this movie. Nice. Um, it comes full circle. Yeah. Like a bowling ball. That's right. With a rose in it. Um, <laughs> and anyway, so this, back to, to, to Kingpin. 96. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, 96. I was a freshman, you know, in high school. Senior? Yeah. Yeah. Um, senior I was citizen, still going right? to the movies to see comedies like this, yes? Yeah, I wasn't. Um, like again, I didn't think Dumb and Dumber was all that fun either. Oh man! You know, I just remember we. You, I know there's a reason why we don't get along. Well, there's other reasons. Um, mainly because you're an <laughs> asshole. But otherwise, <laughs> but see, I also didn't think I also didn't like me myself and Irene. I didn't think that was very good. I thought that was mean. I thought me myself and Irene was a mean comedy. Um, I didn't particularly it? think Osmosis Jones was good, but it was okay. 
Um, something about like Mary did not like. Shallow Hal was kind of funny. Stuck on you. You was didn't rural. like something because you're un-American and don't like Ben Stiller. I did, but that, I didn't. When I first when I watched it, then I didn't have the the the, the despisery. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? I wouldn't say <laughs> hatred because I don't hate the guy. I'm sure he's a nice yeah. gentleman in person, but I just don't like his his movies and him as an actor. <laughs> Um, I don't like, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like you can hate a football player because he's a football player, not the person. Yeah. Like there's only person that I would wish ill will on personally would probably be Tom Brady. But, um, breaking news, by the way, you see Josh Norman is out. Yeah. I saw that, uh, or heard that on the radio. Um, but anyway, so, so my point is, is that like, I, I didn't like something about Mary cause I just didn't think it was a very funny movie. It didn't, it was that movie along with. Several other movies, mainly Meet the Fockers, is what kind of made me kind of not like him. And there were some other movies in there that I just, I watched and just like. Ugh. He's delightful in Meet the Fockers. Come on. No, he's not. He's the. Can, he's you the, milk a cat, you know, and. and see, again, yeah. that wasn't him. That's like, De Niro. De Niro was funny in that movie because that was a funny line. But I felt so bad for him because no person would ever put himself through the things that he has to go through in real life. And I know that's what makes it funny. Because that's what makes sitcoms funny, right? Because you're you're watching these people in these situations that would never happen in real life, and watch them yeah. squirm and whatever. And I get that's why it's funny. I personally just don't think he's funny. Anyway, back to this movie. I didn't like it. I, I'm with you, Andrew. I was bored, and and typically one of two, mm-hmm. I, I usually watch these movies in one of two ways: either during kind of my lunch break at work when I'm in my office secluded, and I got my I've I kind of nice uh, Bose speakers in my office, so I can have the kind of have the volume up, and um, I either put it on. Um, so <laughs> you might find this funny. Um, uh, b- being that I'm the technology director for my building, I have access to all of the technology. So and I kind of got tired of watching the movies on my iPad, so I brought in a 40 inch flat screen, and it's now in my office. Nice. So I'm now watching them on a 40 inch flat screen with Bose speakers. So. Uh, I'm actually in my little office at work. I have a better uh, <laughs> video experience than most people do. Um, anyway, what was I saying? Oh, my point is, is that usually I, I, you know, I can, you know, shut the door and enjoy the movie and whatever. And 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 watching it, uh, I had to watch it uh, yesterday. I was so bored that I was looking for work to do in the office uh, on my lunch yeah. break, like. <laughs> Wow. Oh, good. Another montage. Okay, I'm going to do something because this isn't funny. Oh, we're, we're on another traveling montage. Okay, I'm going to go over here and fix this thing. Oh, we're doing a bowling montage. Okay, I'm going to go break this so that I can fix it. I was bored. I was bored. So, good job, Kingpin. You made, you, you made me want to work while at work. Yeah. I want to go bowling. Yeah. We, we really should be doing this from an alley. That sounds way more fun than watching this movie. <laughs> it is, yeah. Which, by the way, I, I tell people this, and they give me these funny looks. When I was in high school, actually around this time, uh, my best friend Chris and I, there was a bowling alley in, in High Point where we grew up that during the summer, like June 1 to like August 1 or whatever, you could go there, and for $7, you can bowl as many frames as you want between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m., <laughs> and you would get... Um, Before the senior leagues come in, right? Yeah, basically, and they would give you a pitcher of soda. For seven bucks. So we would go there at 10 a.m. and we would bring like a little pack lunch in the car and leave it in the car and just bowl until our arms fell off. We would do this like two times a week. 
Um, I never got very good, but we had a good time. So anyway, I, I like the bowl. Yeah, I like it. I like the smell of bowling alleys. Yeah, there is That's some... kind of weird. It is weird. No, but, but like, you know, is it the <laughs> oil like of a... Blaine's or yeah. some... Yeah, it's the... It, it... And cigarette and nachos. See... Well, it's, well, nowadays it's old cigarette. Like, yeah. there's still a yeah, little hint they, of it. Yeah, because they haven't built new alleys in the last 15 years before they changed the smoking <laughs> laws around here. And that's actually pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, you know, all the windows are so tinted yellowish brown from the inside. Yeah. You know, it... Uh, we actually yeah, have every a time really you touch nice the one. shoes. You feel dirty, yeah. even though that they sprayed them with Lysol ten minutes before you put them on. Lysol, man, that stuff could cure cancer. The stuff they spray in there. Um, oh, that's true. No, I liked bowling. I like bowling. I, there's something about that and the skating rink. I liked the oil and the smell of the skating rink, like the oil of the now, rink see, itself, I, and like the leather of I the shoes. I was never. I was never coordinate, coordinated enough to actually skate, <laughs> so I was hung out in the arcade of oh. the of the skating rink. Nice. <laughs> and if I was on the floor, uh, the skating rink floor, I I'm, I was literally on the the skating rink. And floor. then I was the guy running past you backwards, laughing at you. Yeah, or running over my fingers, or well, you know, bumping that. into me, and yeah. If I knew you, I would do that. I wouldn't yeah. do that just to be an ass. If I if I knew you, I would do that. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 that's. Yeah. Okay. No, I wasn't. No, again, I wasn't. Okay, we're getting into like a weird rabbit hole here. But like, so you had uh, the local skating rink. We went to a lot because uh, Chris and I were kind of in that weird skater punk phase with the long hair and the vans and the airwalks and the chain wallet and stuff like that, right? And um, we would go to the skating rink, and I had these really expensive because I saved up a lot of money and bought these inlines, these, these rollerblades. And they were very expensive, and they had really good wheels on them, and I maintained it. And I could during, we would do races, and I would smoke the guys on the speed team, right? Because the speed team was like this weird click within the roller rink, and they were all douchebags. Um, like, <laughs> like the plastics within Mean Girls, you know what I'm saying? Like it was this weird yeah. click, and, and they were allowed to go fast when the rest of us weren't, and it was really strange. And when I would beat them, they would get so mad. It was hilarious. And so anyway, it was just this... Weird, and also this is not a story for the podcast, but it, the only fight I've ever been in my life was at the roller rink. Wow! Yeah, so yeah, you were hardcore. Oh no, joke, dude! I was I was banned from the roller rink for two months for fighting. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and the who kids won? who won, um, yeah. te- technically Stephen did. Oh, did he? Did he he, he in? finished the job. Nice. As okay. only Stephen could. For those of you who are listening, you don't know Steve. I'm talking about Steve Everett, who was the uh, who was our music. Yeah, we know Steve. Listeners would know Steve from one of our episodes. I was right. Yeah, the diehard yeah. episode. Yeah, diehard episode. Yeah. yeah, back back then, Steve was um, larger. I mean, he's still tall, but he was a larger, kind of huskier guy. At, at the age of 16, he weighed 280, but could bench press 320. So when I say yeah. Stephen finished the job, I mean he finished it. Uh, nice. so anyway, what was your, I got to, what is the argument over? Uh, we'll, you, we'll do that. Hustling? No, 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 we'll, no, no, no. Were you hustling some people like, how you know, would I'm you hustle people. in a roller rink? <laughs> you know, how many, uh, you know, how many of those, uh, cigarette toting women can you pick up? You know, uh, can you get that? We, again, uh, this was a, no, this was nope. like, no, this was like Friday night. There was no smoking going on here or anything what like about that. that. That really freaky, old guy that wore the really tight clothes and that, would like dance skate. That, that wasn't a thing. Again, most of the adults were yeah. there with their children. 
They were the, oh, the, so you didn't have that guy at yours. I no, every <laughs> no. Are you? Okay. Are you? Are you that guy now? Dude, if I tried to dance on skates, <laughs> I'd, I'd kill myself. I'd literally break my neck from falling. Oh, uh, I can't. <laughs> so bad. I do. Well, one of these days, I'm going to take Declan skating, and we'll have because there's a Kate skate like up the street, and we'll have a good time. So, need... so the equivalent of of getting caught hustling skating would they take off a foot? I don't know. I guess I don't. Know. Again, I'm not sure how you hustle <laughs> skating. <laughs> Um, I guess maybe if like you, okay, actually this is how you hustle it, Sam. In a four hour skate, there are two races. So the first race I suck, right? Yeah. And I bet a small amount of money, right? And then the second race, I'm like, Hey, give me a chance to win my money back. And Oh, I found some extra for my girlfriend. So here's another, whatever. And then I smoke them. And then that's how, (laughs) I guess that's like the only way I can think of hustling at a skating rink. You beat the preacher. Who, who's drinking? And then, uh, <laughs> his, his one vice is the skating rink. You know, betting on skating at the skating rink. Yeah, and smacking the asses of the girls that come by for some reason. <laughs> Did you notice that everyone in the movie except for... Back to the movie now. Everyone in the movie okay. except for Ishmael was a complete asshole. Absolutely. Like, uh-huh. like everyone in this universe are horrible people except... Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, I'm pilot. I fly. That guy. Uh, Danny Quaid. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the father who spoke in, uh, who's who I swear was Woody Harrelson um, speaking. It was at um, the end. It, it was at the end. I'm. I don't know why. The movie. At the beginning of the movie, when he's talking to his son, I swear that's Woody Harrelson's voice. Well, no, what happens is, is you can, I can go back and play the clip if you want. There's a moment yeah. when it switches, and I thought what the, was going to happen is it was going to show us showing Woody Harrelson finishing the line to a girl or somebody else, right? Because yeah. it's clearly Woody Harrelson saying the line, and it's it doesn't. It's him in a bowling alley with Bill Murray doing a funny commentary, so. What the only thing I could think of was that the reason why they did that was that they that guy either screwed up his line or he wasn't there for additional recording. Like yeah, rewrite or something like that. And so they like, oh well, your voice is kind of like his, so we need you to finish the line, and he just finishes the line because it is weird that it changes. Okay, Um, are you sure it didn't start Woody though? Yeah, yeah. Here, we'll we'll listen to it real quick. Yeah, yeah. Play it again. Play from the beginning. Give me a sec. You got a great gift, son. It's as if angels came down from heaven and put a blessing on your three bowling digits. You can apply everything See? that I've taught you about bowling. Ah, uh, that's great. You, you hear okay. the difference? Like, it's completely different. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. So, and that was, like, that, I heard that when I was watching it the first time. And it, I was like, oh, okay, cool. We're going to transition him, him talking to somebody. Oh, no, he's not. He's standing there with long hair at a bowling alley. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, because that happens, by the way. What? And back in the seventies. What long There's hair? Lots of disco, disco oh, yeah. and bowling together, like skating and disco. Well, that's actually still a thing, but anyway, <laughs> that was kind of a thing still in, in 96, 97, 98. You'd still play that one random, like the YMCA song or "Staying Alive," but then you would play something that was new and current of the time, which would have been like the Spice Girls or <laughs> Gangsters Paradise or. Um, other things that you would... I just have a hard time envisioning you hanging out at a skating rink. It's yeah. just... It's, oh, that's hilarious to me. Yeah. It's, 
Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> we had a good time. Do kids still do that? Do kids still go? Not to the one in High Point because it's closed. But I mean, yeah, yeah. those kids still go. I don't no, know. If... Not unless it's like a they do it as a novelty type thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. I don't yeah, think wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be funny if we all went skating? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, but then oh, they have yeah. a good time, but they're too cool yeah, to admit it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like we would do, like sometimes if we had the money because it was more expensive, we would go up to the ice, uh, it's called the ice house, which was an ice rink, not a beer place, um, an ice rink. And But Chris was actually really good because he's from New York. Not saying people from New York are good at hockey. My point is, is that he actually did that. Like he, he yeah. grew up skating on ice. So he... So to your point, Sam, I was you on ice, right? Like I'm the dude on the against the railing. Well, I was I was still me on ice. Well, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> the only the only part is it, it is that matter if I had ice skates or regular skates on, I was on the floor. But the funny the part is is that trying to get my center of balance back. Right. The, but the thing that really stinks is that like on ice, for some reason, it hurts more, and then you just get <laughs> wet and cold. So. At least when you fall at the roller rink, you know you just oh, you just fall on wood. Anyway, this is this conversation's going strange places. Well, um, you know where all the cool kids of the '90s went. Where it was not the skating rink. That's probably true. That's why I was there. Just so you know. No, yeah. I again, that's why I was there. I was not a cool kid. Um, that's okay. So. Woody Harrelson stars in this movie uh, with Randy Quaid and Vanessa Angel, who, I don't know. What, what? At one point, I put my hand over her her face, above her nose. Mm-hmm. Do that in this movie, and she looks like, uh, 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 what's her name from Avengers? Scarlett Johansson. Really? Got Scarlett Johansson's lips. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah, I can kind of see that, let you say that. She was my nep- lips. You mean breasts? <laughs> I mean, she did. She, she did. Of course, she had a good. <laughs> she had a, certainly a nice body. Um, I, I guess she was kind of hot. I don't know. Um, I thought she was uh, Cottrell for a while. You thought what? Kim Cottrell for a while? No, yeah, yeah I can kind of see that. It's kind of basically the same character, right? Like she's just. Yeah. She's just. She's literally only on screen to be the hot girl. Yeah. Um, yeah. The distraction. The the sexed up. Yeah, I. Woman art. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. I guess. I guess my my only problem with that is is that I understand that we men are dumb creatures in nature, and we're like, oh, look, a pair of breasts, and we get distracted. But I, I don't know. I guess I kind of feel like it, maybe I'm speaking too highly of our our half of the species. But I kind of feeling that if if maybe if the three of us had money riding on bowling, I think we could look down at the bowling ball instead of her boobs bouncing around. Like once you've seen them, they're good. Right? No, mm-hmm. no? I would look at the boobs. Yeah. You, and you, then I'd look at the bowling ball, bowl, look at the boobs again. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like I, you, you, yeah, you prioritize your time. Right. I don't think you would exactly <laughs> like, I, I feel like, and, and maybe, and maybe because we're not in our forties or fifties, well, same as, but maybe we're not because we're not in our, I'm in my freaking forties yet, you jerk. <laughs> You're not in our forties or fifties yet. <laughs> I don't know, but I just I don't know. I, the whole bit seemed real dumb. And then I, I could not have rolled my eyes harder when the guys weren't falling for it. And then Quaid oh, whispers into it, and they pull out a sheep, and then the guy is like <laughs> winking at the sheep. And I thought, oh my yeah. god, that is so awful. Oh, 
love it. Oh, it was so bad. And then they hustled. It's supposed to be highbrow humor here, folks. I I understand that, but that doesn't like. And people are gonna like. Well, wait a minute. You like Chris Farley movies, which is obviously different. You know, like I liked the uh, Black Sheep and um, Tommy Boy. And I don't know why, but for some reason, those movies are way better than this. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's the timing. I don't know if Chris Farley's delivery is just better. I would think it's delivery. It's it's the comedic timing. That's a big part of it, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and and I thought what he did was great. And I just like the lines that he delivered. I mean, I... I can't even think of a line from this movie that I just watched, but I can always remember fat guy in a little coat. Like <laughs> anyone can say that and 30 people in the room are going to laugh if it's, you know, Sam putting on a small coat, you know what I'm saying? Like, or me yeah. or Andrew, none of us are exactly skinny dudes, but like, um, I was skinny once. we were all skinny once, but then college <laughs> happened. Um, no, it was after college happened. Oh, kids. So yeah, you got married and had the kids. Yeah. For me, it was, I put on my relationship weight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, relationship gut. That what they call it. In, uh, yeah, how much mother? Gut. Yeah, I hit my freshman fifteen my senior year. Oh, it just, it just, wow. I, yeah, it was weird. I turned twenty one, and I, again, I don't drink beer, so it wasn't because of that. I just turned twenty one, and my metabolism said, "We're done. You're on your yeah. own from now on." And wow. I think that happened to me, like. Three years ago. Right. I held yeah. out for a yeah, little bit longer. Yeah, about the same time. Yeah. Yeah, mine was early 30s. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Anyway, my... Uh, yeah. So this movie didn't make a lot of money. It wouldn't... Um, nope. It only made $24 million, and it had a budget of $27 million. Ouch. Yeah, and... Um, I'm sure it's made that amount back, though, in VHS. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, video uh, sales Netflix, and all that stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's 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 what you would call like not a cult classic, but it has like a following, like yeah. a, a mm-hmm. bunch of other movies that we've watched uh, for this show. Um, Is it me or a lot of do a lot of comedies end up doing that? Um, you know, because it's rare that a comedy will do really really well in the box office, but they'll do really. You know, you go to well back when there was blockbuster, you go to a blockbuster yeah. and they're all gone. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Um, <laughs> And I, and I think simply now this is this is a me thing personally, and this is kind of a I'm, I'm going to sound like a complete snob and I don't really care, but when I go to pay money to see a movie, right, I want to go to experience something that is going to be heightened by the theater experience that I Absolutely. can't get at home. I right. can still laugh at home just as much as I can at a theater. Yep, I'm right there with you. The only difference, the only difference is that you might have a crowd around you that will laugh with you or with the movie that that helps yeah, that yeah. experience out. Yeah, you might get a little bit of a built-in laugh track. Like, I get that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I cannot, on, I mean, I can't think of a time that I paid money to see a comedy. Because, again, to me, it's like, Am I going to buy Anchorman on Blu-ray? No, because the jokes are still funny on DVD. So there's no reason for me to buy that. Am I? Did I buy Star Wars The Force Awakens on Blu-ray? Hell yeah, because yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a better experience. So yeah, I don't know if there I know, are... I saw Hangover 2 
in the theater. You saw it like a matinee and you paid $3 for it though, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't a whole lot of money, but it was still a good time. But I, like I said, I'm not going to go down and see it in IMAX for... Yeah. They probably don't even offer it in that, but yeah. But <laughs> again, I personally wouldn't have spent money on that at all, personally. Again, that's me. And, and I don't know if there's... I mean, obviously, money movies like this have to make money or they wouldn't be yep. making them ever. Uh, but you do make money off video sales and rentals. And I mean, they got a few pennies, I guess, from us for watching it on Netflix, I guess. I'm not sure how that works, but... And condom uh, ad placements. Yeah, yeah, for Trojan and things. <laughs> and ESPN and actual Chris Berman. How did they get him there? I guess he wasn't... In 96, he wasn't what he is now. So, you know, heck, we saw him on the longest yard. So, you know, I guess he'll do anything, really. Um, yeah. Which is actually an Adam Ten movie that I do like. Um, anyway, so, I don't know. I just... I don't want to spend the whole... Rest of the hour or whatever, I did making fun of this movie, um, and that's one of the hard things about doing comedies for a review, where we kind of yeah. poke fun at things because it's kind of making fun of itself a little bit. Um, well, and everybody has different uh, kind of funny bones. You know, there's some yeah. comedies that that I will love that that you will hate, and and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, just like you know, just like you hated uh, what you call it, the Meet the Fockers. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, you know, yeah, but you hit Chris Farley upside the face with the two by four. That's hilarious to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, I think that's funny too, though. It's, it's not so much here or here, but right in the middle. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with your face. What can I get you? Oh my God, what's wrong with your face? I knew it. Like that to me is funny. I don't know why. I really think that uh, for me, that comedies have to be have to be done the right way. I mean, you have to have the right actor that delivers the line the right way, and you have to have a counterpart who plays off of that actor the right way. And that's what, to me, that's what makes a comedy. And when you have comedies that are a flop, then, I mean, there's just, there's one of two things. It's it's either really bad writing and, uh, and, and people that could do a good delivery don't because it's such bad writing, or... It's just people that don't have chemistry on on the screen. Yes, I totally agree with that. Um, and I'm trying to think of, of, of an example of that, but I stay away from bad comedies. I guess. Um, well, okay. Well, well, movies I, that I didn't do. Saw, okay, go ahead. Well, I, I went to. I made the mistake actually of going to the theater to see it, but I went and saw Pixels, and. You know, those actors and we've watched, you know, we watched Ridiculous Six. Yeah. And a lot of the same the same actors. Those actors and they have done movies together that were funny and uh were, you know, delivered well and uh it, it, the Pixels was awful. I mean it was a terrible movie. <laughs> and I was angry that I wasted money to see it in a theater. <laughs> I will I will say this. Um Sarah and I redboxed it a few weekends ago, or maybe a month or two ago. I don't. We was just a. We had. It was one of those weekends where we were just. I think it was just raining all the time, and we were like, "Hey, let's just watch a bunch of movies," and so we did. Um. Anyway, we. Uh, I kind of. I didn't hate it. Like I didn't hate it the way a lot of people hated it. Um, yeah. I didn't think it was a very good movie. Um. But it certainly was better than Ridiculous Six. Yeah. Um, because at least in that in Pixels, Adam Sandler is kind of funny, 
whereas in Ridiculous Six, he's not at all. Um, now I think the, I think yeah. Josh Gad or Glad Gad Josh Gad. I, yeah. I'm, I'm getting a little tired of him um, being in everything. It just seems like ever since he was Olaf, that that snowman, he's just in every comedy now. I have um, only found him funny as Olaf. Right. Um, and it was more endearing than funny. It wasn't. A, yeah. Right. Well, because we're we're kind of laughing at the character, right? We're not yeah. laughing. You're not. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying like. It's funny when he wants to be a snowman in the in the summer, and then he's like, "I'm gonna tell him, like, don't you dare." That's funny because we're laughing at the the idea of a snowman being in summer. Not that any of his really lines are all that funny. Like, I don't have bones, you know. Like, oh, okay. So anyway, I don't know. So to your yeah, point, well, and some of the timing in that too is just off. Yeah, you know. Go, but go back and watch. There's there's a there's just some problems. Well, yeah. Um, anyway, but we're not reviewing Frozen. No, for goodness, that song would still be stuck in my head. But, but Andrew, I mean, yeah, we we've done that in this. I mean, we we did Ridiculous Six. That movie was terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only yep. funny mm-hmm. things were some of the one-liners that we got from the other characters. A burrow. Yeah. You know, like that part was a little <laughs> funny. You know, like, and we're laughing again, but I think we're laughing more at the. Of of us talking about it than the actual scene, but I did like the part when he's talking to the burrow. Like, it's okay, burrow. You're just as good as a horse. I don't know why that was funny to me, but um, anyway. So, but yeah, Andrew, you're right. There are certainly a lot of movies that the comedy just doesn't work, and there are certain ones that do. Um, I mean, like Monty Python is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen, and it's stupid. I mean, mm-hmm. nothing in that movie makes sense at all. And they make fun of themselves. They kind of break the fourth wall. But it, for whatever reason, it works. And I don't know why. Um, but it does. They just they figured out the formula. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> did you guys? Where were we? uh, I'm looking at my notes. So this movie breaks my rule. With my notes. Uh-oh. You know how I, I've said that if it's a good movie, I don't take very many notes. And if yeah. it's a bad movie, I take a lot of notes because I, I kind of hate it. I didn't take that very many notes because I was kind of bored and didn't want to talk about it. And I think, well, I think you were busy too. Did, weren't you trying to find work to do? I kind of was. And, <laughs> and the other part of it is, and this is, this is actually, I'm going to be honest with you. After watching it, not before, but after watching it, this is one of the very few podcasts other than like Zombiever, not Zombievers, uh, Poultrygeist, and I can't think of any other ones that, that I actually just didn't really want to even get on the show and talk to you guys about it. <laughs> I sound so wrong because this is, this is, the podcast is, I do it because I love it, right? That's why we do yeah, this thing, right? Because yeah. we enjoy it. Um, but if it's any indication of all these rabbit holes we've chased down, yeah, I think there's a reason why we've been chasing these rabbits. Yeah, because yeah. we don't right want to. I don't want to talk about this movie. I just don't want to talk about it. I really don't. I mean, just. All right, so let's talk about a couple of the gags real quick, okay? <laughs> because I feel like I feel obligated to do so. All right, some of the gags I thought were funny. Some of the gags okay. made me violently ill. All right. <laughs> Watching okay. other people throw up is awful, and I have a hard time with that. So when he and that old lady is so freaking gross. Oh my gosh, oh she's my gross. God. And why are old throw... all old you ladies throwing up because you're drunk? No, throwing up because I haven't drank. 
<laughs> no, that part was I didn't I was okay with that part because that that line was actually yeah. funny. It was earlier when he's puking his guts out because he had to have sex with that old woman. Oh she's yeah, 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 yeah. She's okay. adjusting her like pantyhose over those legs. <sighs> oh my god! Like all women, all oh. old women in this movie were horrific. Like the old oh. Amish lady who had her own beard. <laughs> 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 he kissed her on the cheek. Yeah, and see that gig, that gag was funny to me. I liked that gag because she's Amish, so she doesn't use a razor, you know. So that was kind of funny. But him puking in the toilet, oh, I almost lost it. And of course, I was eating lunch then, right? And that was one of my notes. Um, um, I, did, I enjoyed the coffee thing. I thought that was quite funny. The what? Where, Oh, the coffee the, the coffee where, um, bit where he pretends to savor, and then he pours a, yes. actual hot coffee in the guy's face. Yeah, that bit was kind of funny too. And he's screaming yeah. out the window, he's like, "You owe me a hundred now." Yeah. <laughs> um, I did my second so, note, yeah, Sam. Though was, favorite. oh, go ahead, Andrew. No, I was just I was gonna say my favorite bit that I saw was when he says, uh, uh. Go take the uh, go take the shoes off of the horse, mm. and he comes up with the hooves, and he's like, "I got them, but it took a while." Yeah, <laughs> I was just it, that part wasn't funny, but picturing a horse just kind of standing there on nubs that made me laugh. <laughs> well, and then they show the horse later in the movie, and it's like it's a pony half yeah. as high. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's so there's trivia about that in the trailer. It actually shows him cutting the horse's uh, knees off, like cutting the feet off at the knee. Oh, good lord. Right. So, again, I got why they were trying, like, what they were trying to accomplish. You know, he's a dumb American, and he doesn't know what shoes are on a horse. But, Jesus, he just ruined that horse's life. Like, well, I will I will say the, the Fairley brothers, in every single movie, PETA has complained vehemently that they have hurt some sort of animal. Oh, I believe it. You know, in the, um, I know me, myself, and Irene, don't they hit a cat? I don't know, maybe. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Oh, did we lose Sam? Oh, we're losing Sam. And then, uh, yeah. Oh, am I here? There you are. We Hello? heard, all we heard was they hit a cat and then you disappeared. Yeah, they, they hit a cow oh, in cow. me, myself, and Irene. And then we're shooting it in the yeah. head and it wasn't dying. Mm-hmm. If I remember right, I think it was that movie. Yeah, I think you're but, right. Yeah. And they uh, take the head off a bird and Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber, yeah. Yeah, there's like every movie, there's something to do with an animal that gets gets hurt. Nice. Well, good for them. I'm actually curious about this. So something about Mary, what was it in something? Was it the dog? Uh, oh. dog yeah, the dog got like punted out the window or jumped out the window or something. <laughs> That wasn't real, though, was it? That couldn't have been a real no. Well, I mean, in movie terms, it was a real, but... Um, anyway. How do you spell, how do you spell <laughs> Fairly Brothers? I can't remember. F-A-R-R-F. F-A-R-R-E-L-L-Y? Yeah. I'm just Google searching PETA and Fairly Brothers. Oh, top 10 things you didn't know about the Fairley brothers. Ooh, where is this going to go? 
yeah. Don't this care. is great radio. I know. I'm just looking. I'm just. I'm trying to find out anything about PETA. I don't see anything. No. Nope. From Hunger Games. No, not PETA. PETA Milark. No, not him. Anyway, uh, 28 vegans that rock. What are we, where are we going here? All right, I'm done with that. Anyway, (laughs) I will say this PETA, like, that's no joke, right? Because, um, the, well, you heard the story. You guys keep making fun of me for it for, you know, since episode like four, when the Western movie that I did. That we had PETA, we had a PETA representative on set because we had horses and chickens and mules. And, you know, <laughs> no, don't boom over the horse. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I can't imagine that a big budget movie like this would ever actually endanger an animal. I mean, the reason why oh, that they that yeah. PETA has a movie studio portion is because of movies like Ben-Hur or whatever. Like when they, hor- they needed a horse to fall, they would put tripwire. And Ouch. like, yeah, like and the horses would break legs and stuff and they would just destroy the animal if it couldn't perform. Like they did that stuff all the time back in the fifties and sixties. They didn't care. Oh. Um, so anyway, that's uh bring the show down a little bit there. Uh, oh, I, I, uh, while we're, while we're talking here, I'm watching the movie in silent again, because I feel like there's a bunch that I missed the first time. Cause I wasn't really paying attention. Uh, or it wasn't holding my attention, but I just saw the scene. It's kind of a connection between, you know, you said there were some connections with Dumb and Dumber, and you may be getting to this later, but uh, the there's the guy with the vest that has a hat that says kick his ass sea bass or something mm-hmm. like that <laughs> on the hat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the old lady, creepy old lady, her name is Lynn Shea. She's been in 189 projects on IMDb. Wow. Yeah. Starting Wow. Not, not starting with, but you would know her as the teacher from Nightmare on Elm Street and Sally from Critters and Sal from Critters 2 and Witness from Loaded Weapon. <laughs> That's actually a funny movie. So basically, she doesn't turn down any jobs. Mrs. Neugerbergen Nur, in Dumb and Dumber. Um, uh, the She's Madam the in, lady. She yeah. was in Last Man Standing. I like that movie a lot. What did you say? Yeah. What, she was uh, in something about Mary. She was the, like... She had a tan that was so dark. I mean, yeah. it was like a Donald Trump tan. It was really orange. And, yeah. 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 She was Margie in Dumb and Dumberer when Harry met Lloyd. And she yep. was Makeup Babe and Stuck on You. Um, I'm trying to see if she's done anything that's like an actual good movie. Uh, still looking. Snakes on a Plane. She was Grace. <laughs> right. Um... She was an episode of ER. Well, good for her. Um, still looking. Gosh, she's been in a lot of stuff. She was in Insidious. Uh, she was in a movie called Sex Tax. Okay. Based on a true story. Okay. Uh, and another movie called A Good Old Fashioned Orgy. Well, oh, good God. It's not quite as good as Butt Whistle, but we're getting pretty close. Um, wow. 
Doctor Four Twenty. Thinking about those varicose legs again, and I don't know that. I'm pretty oh, sure that that was like. I don't know that those good things go together. I'm pretty sure that was like oh. paint. Oh, I'm sure it was. But, but I mean, like, she's got one, <laughs> two, so three, gross. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen movies that are in production or filming or completed. So, wow, good for her for still working. I mean, gracious, absolutely. Um, yeah, just yeah, good job. Uh, and of course, Randy Quaid can't come back to the states because he's crazy and owes a lot of money, and he looks like. Um, we want to play the game real quick. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, his IMDb photo. <laughs> Randy is, Quaid. Yeah. What does Randy Quaid looks like? He looks like what Americans think Canadians look like. I, I don't know. I think Canadians are a little more clean than that. I mean, he looks like a Again, guy who but, lives in the woods in Canada. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, he looks like a woodsman from what Americans think woodsmen from Canada look like. What else? Like a fur, like a beaver pelt. Yeah, I was gonna say a fur trapper. (laughs) He's a fur trapper from the 1920s. My gosh, that photo, (laughs) man. uh, I'm gonna do a couple more real quick just to see what else we've got. Uh, Bill Murray is a nice. That's a good photo. I can't say anything about Bill Murray. He's awesome. Um. Wow. Okay. Anyway. Uh, I guess that's all what I'm gonna do because that was funny. Um, you gonna play some? Can we play some clips now? Sure. All right. Let's do it. I, did I do that one? I don't know. Um, so I'll play this one. It all comes down to this role. Roy Munson, a man child, with a dream to topple bowling giant Ernie McCracken. If he strikes, he's the 1979 Odor Eaters champion. He's got one foot in the frying pan and one in the pressure cooker. Believe me, as a bowler, I know that right about now, your bladder feels like an overstuffed vacuum cleaner bag, and your butt is kind of like an about-to-explode bratwurst. Hey, do you mind? I wasn't talking when you were bowling. Was I talking out loud? Was I? And at that point, I'm like, oh, okay, this is the rivalry, and Bill Murray is going to be the asshat for the movie. Gotcha. Um, This was one of the gags in the movie that made me literally want to throw up all over myself. I was afraid of getting his fingers dirty. Warren! Yeah, I hope you don't mind. I got up a little early, so I took the liberty of milking your cow for you. Yeah, it took a little while to get her warmed up. She sure is a stubborn one. We don't have a cow. We have a bull. Good God. <laughs> Meanwhile, you hear the bull in the background. Yep. Now, that that bit was funnier in City Slickers. Uh, yeah. They, they also did a bit like that, but differently, with the intention of being gross in Van Wilder's National Lampoon Van Wilder, where yeah, there was... there's a, they have a dog, right? It's the, it's the fraternity's pet uh pit bull or no he's a bulldog and the movie for whatever reason the bulldog's balls are really really big and so they decide to help the dog out with using eclairs and then they give these cream stuffed eclairs to the rival fraternity and these guys are eating them and they're all loving it and it's really gross like stomach rolling down their chin and and one guy goes i've had this flavor before you know like it's so <laughs> gross, and like that guy, like remembering this scene makes me kind of want to throw up just a little bit. 
But for but but again, the, that movie to me was funny, and that was also back when Tara Reid was really hot, before she yeah. became mm-hmm. crazy. Um, yeah, I I, I yeah lusted over Tara Reid in that movie. Anyway, on to the next clip. Wait, you, you put mustard on Tara Reid in that movie? I would what? if she would let me. Okay. Okay. Look, Mr. Munster, you're not exactly the smartest guy I ever ran across. Oh, yeah? And who are you, Alfred Einstein? <laughs> it's funny because he's not right. <sighs> and it's funny. So this character that... um, um, Woody? Ma- no, Mountain Man McGee is playing. Um, Randy Quaid. Yeah. He's, he's basically playing the exact same... There's a movie based on the Stein... Beck book called Of Mice and Men. And he plays basically the kind of the same character. He plays the big guy, right? Yeah. Uh, and you've got the younger little guy. And so as I'm watching this movie, I can only think of that character from that movie. And I, I kept getting sad because I know how that book ends and the movie yes. and the movie ends. And I kept is it thinking George? Is his name George or the guy that George, George is the little guy. Come on, George. Little guy. Come on, George. Let's George, go. George don't get a mousy. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I can't remember the big uh, what his name. I guess I can look it up, but um, anyway, I just kind of, I kind of felt, I kind of, I kept waiting for that to happen for some reason, which I know is kind of terrible, but um, he played Frankenstein the monster in a TV movie in nineteen ninety two. Uh, Mr. Quaid. Oh yeah, this is our second second Randy Quaid movie. Uh, Days it? Days of Thunder. We did. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Right? That's the only other one, right? We haven't done any other ones. Yeah, Wait, was he into... Day. Yeah, I guess he was in Days of... He wasn't like a major character in Days of Thunder, but... Oh, he was a boss. You can't do that. That's my engine in that car, and that's what my boys are pushing. That's him. Yeah, he's in that movie. Yeah. Uh, of Mice and Men. Lenny is the, is the guy. Lenny. Okay. Uh, anyway, next clip. Yes, you remember what it says in the Bible about not forgiving, right? I know exactly what it says. It's against it, right? Uh. <laughs> I don't know why I captured that last high five, but anyway, um, <laughs> we've we've reduced the Bible down to that one thing, which is fine, I guess. Um, the last one I got. It kind of made me mad a little bit. I'll be honest with you. Hearing hearing stuff like this just kind of made me mad. And I don't know why, but it did. But here we go. Look at Ernie McCracken. A guy like Big Ern with his panache and style has clearly done for bowling what Muhammad Ali did for boxing. What? Did he just say that? You can't say yeah. that. You can't say that. No. This is a different world. you got to understand this world. This crazy bowling world. So this is a trope, right? This is a trope that, you know, when you get into these niche worlds where, you know, like there's this huge weird following of those types of people. Sort of like pitch perfect. I was, that was exactly the scenario, the example <laughs> I was going to use. Like, it's not just the fact that there's, there, there are acapella competitions, but there are fanatical acapella competition fans who've seen uh-huh. people perform hundreds of times and they have their own acapella competition podcast in which we get to hear the commentators, which are the best part of the movie, talk. Um, like, <laughs> and there are other there are other really good examples of this, like uh, Point Break, where like like they're all 
um, what the the surfers like, but they're they're part of this surf club yeah. and that's all they do and they're really great at it and um, I I, I know there's a hundred other examples of this. I'm I'm sure the listeners at home are thinking of fifteen. Fast and Furious, the, yeah, the yeah. first one. Well, all of them. The car. Well, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Because they're all car people and they only hang out with other car people and all the other people in the world don't know shit about cars because we're the only car or people. Jurassic Park. Yeah, because there, there's no... No, I don't think that one works, there, actually. There's, no. No. Okay. <laughs> I know you... One of these days, you're going to interject <laughs> Jurassic Park, and it's actually going to fit, and we're all going to be like, hey, good job, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll look back fondly. Yay! Yeah. I keep so waiting that, for that to happen with Joe Pesci, too. That'll yeah. even be the name... Hey! Yeah, that'll even go. be the name of the episode, that particular episode. Sam got jo- Jurassic Park right, or something like that. It'll be the name of the episode. <laughs> Unlike butt whistle last week. Um, <laughs> going to keep bringing that up. Did you just say you liked butt whistle last week? No, I said unlike. Or, or oh, no, like, okay. but no. What did I say? I don't remember. I can rewind the tape, I guess. I guess technically I can't rewind the tape because it's not tape. Anyway, um, that was the last clip I have. Um, huh? Too many montages of driving, which was dumb. Um... There's even some bowling montages. Yeah, even in his commercials, Bill Murray is creepy and a perv. Uh, <laughs> I, it was it was funny, but like Tennessee, Kentucky. But the problem is, is that the the video producer in me is going, that would never go to air. You would never put that on TV because no one would ever give that man money. Like he slaps the spandex on her that girl's skirt or whatever. Like. <laughs> Sometimes I, when I wake up, he's still, he's already here. Like, oh my god, jeez. <laughs> it was, but oh, I, I get it. it was funny, but I, I, see, it had moments. It had moments, but not that yeah. wasn't particularly one of them. But anyway, this movie. Um, the only other clip I have to play is, um, not yet. The next thing I'm going to say is Audible.com sponsored this <laughs> lovely episode about a terrible movie. You can get a and, cl- and skating rinks and skating rinks. Yeah, about my my yeah. my high school history. Um, you can get an audiobook and a 30 day 30 day free trial at audibletrial.com slash cheapseat reviews. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Murray really bowled three strikes in a row in the scene where his character Ernie McCracken does the same. The crowd's reaction is genuine and is actually for Murray. Woody Harrelson, on the other hand, was a terrible bowler and, according to the Fairley brothers, uh, maybe got one or two strikes throughout filming. That's great. Uh, the person shouting, Ernie, you the man, at the final showdown between McCracken and Munson is Will Ferrell. It's <laughs> kind of funny. Like, he's just hanging out on set. Uh as is the case with most of his films, Bill Murray ad-libbed virtually every line he spoke. He yeah. would read over the script, get a general idea, and then disregard it. The Fairley Brothers on the DVD commentary said that they're very glad that he did because it was funnier. Um, Michael Keaton was the original... Like, what? I was going to say, like I said, I really enjoyed the Bill Murray stuff. I, I, I kind of did... Being a natural comedian, I... I I enjoyed it. I kind of did too, mm. but also like I I hated him, but what you're supposed to because he's a complete ass yeah. clown, and you feel so bad for Woody Harrelson. I mean, my God, they cut off his hand for fifteen hundred dollars, and 
You know, he leaves them there. He ruins his car. Um, and I was actually kind of confused because, like, I felt like time had passed, but then it, it hadn't. It was really strange. Like, they walk upstairs, and all of a sudden, they're doing the bit like they've done it a hundred times. <laughs> and then he gets in the car, and he's like, what's the sugar for? I thought, wait, how long has it been? What? Have you been, is that sugar been back there for weeks or months or was it, are we the same night? Same night? I was confused. But anyway, <laughs> um, he was a douche. I don't know. But he was funny. He was a funny douche. He was just still a douche. And, and you knew that he was going to win at the end because it would have been, I guess, funnier for him to win and say all those ridiculous things that he said at, during the press conference that, again, no normal person would ever say. But <laughs> it's funny because it's a movie. And it's Bill Murray. Uh, and it's Bill Murray. Michael Keaton was the originally considered for the role of uh, Roy Munson. That would have been interesting. And Jim Carrey was the first choice uh, to play Ernie McCracken. I don't, I don't know if I could see him being better than Bill Murray. Um, not in that, not in that no. Uh, um, capacity. No. no. So he would have, he would have overdone it. Well, that's what he does. Yeah. Um, it sounds like someone's near a cricket. Are you? Is someone filming out, recording outside? Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah, that would be me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have the window open. I do. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, fine. I just didn't know what that noise was. It's like, oh, somebody's got their lucky sorry. cricket with them to record tonight. <laughs> I didn't even notice it. So Corny had the train for a while. Right, I've got Molly. You've yeah. got Molly, and Andrew now has his cricket. Um, I don't. Really I did have... turn my cuckoo, cuckoo clock off. That was time. pretty funny. I liked that last week, which I don't think made the cut. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> do we want to do the recasting game? I don't know. Do we care? I've got some. Okay, go for it, because I don't. I've got some thoughts, because I actually did think about this, because I was bored during the movie, so I thought, okay, who would I want to see do this today? So as uh, Roy Munson, I was thinking Bradley Cooper. Okay. I could see him maybe doing that. And then uh, Kevin Spacey as oh, yeah. uh, Bill Murray's character. I could actually really see that a lot, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Vince Vaughn as Ishmael, maybe. Um, yeah, or I can actually flip that. Put, <laughs> I can yeah, say yeah. Vince Vaughn is the complete douche. And Yeah, I can see that, too. Yeah, and uh, Kevin Spacey as the. Uh, I could kind of see Kevin Spacey. There might be there might be someone that can be that can probably play off more naive and gullible. I don't know. Um, and uh, and for hot girl, uh, you know, you could take any hot girl. I, Beyonce oh, yeah. came to mind only because there's no there's no black people in this movie, so that's true. Yeah. I thought Beyonce because uh, everybody likes a little bed bath and Beyonce. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, have you copyright copywritten copyrighted that yet? No, not yet. No, okay. okay. You can have that if you want. Oh, thanks. Yeah. All right. I like that. Yeah, Sam, do you have any thoughts to add on that? I I kind of like. No, that just you know, Scarlett Johansson um, would be my first choice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm good with that. Uh, yeah. For hot her, girl, her and everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, or nothing. <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. Um, yeah. No, I think I was thinking um, for the Amish Ishmael or Ishtar or whatever his name was. Ishmael, not Ishtar. (laughs) Ishtar. Uh, 
<laughs> it's Amish, not uh, Arabic. Right. <laughs> I am Ishtar. Um, crap, what was I talking about? Ish- Ishmael. Oh, uh, the, the, what's his name from um, the movie with the hair? Uh, hmm. uh, yep. Dumb and Dumber guy. Jeff um, Bridges? Or Jeff Daniels, yeah, I Jeff mean? Bridges, Jeff, Br- Jeff Daniels, yeah. Uh, he's kind of old, though. Well, now... Again, that's the point of the the game. Again, you you screwed this up like four times now, Sam. If we were making this movie today, who will we cast? If we wouldn't put Scarlett Johansson in 96 because she would have been like 15. Oh, that would have been creepy. Right. So, Uh, you want to try again? (laughs) No, let me me rethink this and uh, get back to you. Okay. Um... Uh, <laughs> come on, Sam. Keep up. Oh, yeah, I know you're I old. You forget things. Um, I'm trying to think too. I I really actually like the Bradley Cooper idea. Um, the only other one I could think of would be if you wanted to go like more of a dork, you know, kind of realm. You could get the kid that played um uh, in Scott Pilgrim versus the World. What's his name? The real skinny. Nerdy kid, you know what I'm talking about? Um, Anybody? No. Bueller. Uh, he was in Super Bad. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Not McLovin, but the other guy. Oh, then never mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. McLovin. Oh, he was in um, Juno. He was Jonah the, Hill. Not Jonah Hill. No, not Jonah. no. Um, Juno. Um, he was in Juno. He was the father in Juno. I guess I could look him up on the IMDb. I got you. Um, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, uh, Michael, Michael Sarah. Yeah, Michael Sarah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I could see him yeah. as kind of being that kind of awkward, whatever. You, like you change the dynamic. Instead of a kid who's stuck in the past, like Woody Harrelson is, he's stuck in the 70s. Like you can make him. <laughs> Just like this kind of dorky, nerdy guy who, whatever. Obviously, he doesn't, you know, maybe you don't do the, the gag where he loses his hand. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you have to, if you're doing it, I guess, scene for scene, maybe he doesn't work out. Who would work out for that then? I don't know. <sighs> Did this movie start the start the idea of people losing limbs for the Fairley Brothers? Uh, I don't know. Is that a thing that happens a lot? Well, me, myself, Irene, he loses his thumb or his... A couple fingers, I think. Does he? Um, yeah. What are the movies they direct? Um, that one with. Well, there's only eighteen the, of them. So. The people in the. In there's the something hair. about Mary, Osmosis yeah. Jones, Shallow Hal, Stuck on You, Fever Pitch. There's got to be something. The stuck Heartbreak on Kid. What's that one? The Heartbreak Kid. Oh, it's with. Yeah. Uh, the Heartbroken Kid. Ben Stiller. Hey, your buddy. Yeah. Anyway. Huh. Anyway. Um, I'll, I'll rescind that motion and the table for next week. Okay. Um, I second. <coughs> uh, soundtrack. The soundtrack was the only part of the movie that I liked throughout. When it started playing Goldfinger by Superman by Goldfinger, that ska tune that they sing that they played every time they needed to make an escape, I was rocking it out, man. That's my, yeah. that's my wheelhouse. That's like, that's my comfort. You'd skate food. to that. Shoot, yeah, man. I would skank to that. That's what it's called too. I could, you know, put my chain wallet back on and dust off my old rollerblades and go grind some, you know, 
uh, rails at a park or something. Because that was all real. Um, now I'm fat and slow with a kid. And I can't do all that stuff anymore. But yeah, I liked the 90s rock. The Blues Travelers at the end. Oh my gosh, I loved it. That was Blues Travels, right? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Pretending and to be Amish. That was, that I actually awesome. did enjoy that. Yeah, I listened That's to the whole... That's like the first time in the movie that I like did pay attention. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, I was looking... And it was the Blues Traveler that didn't have the faulty front man that was trying to make you think he was attractive. Okay. Right. What? Yeah, you don't remember that Blues Traveler? No. When their first single came out, the video on MTV, when they used to show music, mm-hmm. um, had a very attractive person singing. Right. And then, and then of course, it wasn't the attractive person oh, singing. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, that, it was the guy, it was the fat guy. That's okay. When I, was, uh, when I was a kid, I thought for some reason that Chevy Chase looked an awful lot like Paul Simon. And it wasn't until <laughs> years later that I was like, oh, that actually is Chevy Chase, and Paul Simon is next to him in the video. And it's Paul Simon singing, but Chevy Chase is mouthing the words. I was very confused for a long time. <laughs> Have you seen the video for You Can Call Me Al? Chevy Chase sings the song. And Paul Simon yeah. is just in the video playing random instruments. It's kind of funny. It's a funny video, but I was really confused as a kid. I'm like, wait, Chevy Chase sings this song? I didn't know that. That's cool. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> No, I love the soundtrack. It was great, or the yeah. the music. I don't the score. I didn't, didn't even know if there was one, but uh, you know, I mean, like Andrew, like seriously, like when I I was, I think literally I had uh, like a mic cable broke down and I was repairing it, and then the Goldfinger came on and I, I poked my head up and I was like, heck yeah, man! So, <laughs> I was I was loving that. You're a woo girl there for a while. Uh, no, no, I wasn't a woo girl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I was not a good girl. Um, I don't think so. No, uh, I just I oh. like I, that's a song. See, that song also has another special place in my heart because when Chris and I were children, um, we got one of those you could get from uh, like a, what was it called? Like a Pizza Hut. You can get like a, a PlayStation One demo disc, and it had the very yeah. first Tony Hawk Pro Skater. And yeah. on that was the the song was that song, and I thought I had it on my phone, and apparently I don't. Now I'm really sad, um, because so like you would play, it was only a two minute demo, so for three months I only heard the first two minutes of the song, and so I've ended up having to buy the CD just so I can hear the whole song. So, anyway, it's kind of funny. That's the best story I've ever heard. You know, you're right. It was the best yeah. story you've ever heard. I'm, I'm more. I'm a better person for coming out the other side of that story. Well, you know, I'm. I'm. Gl- I'm really glad for it. There, asshole. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hold back now. What did we learn from this movie? Well, we learned that people are mean to people with uh, prosthetic hands. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Uh, that's all there is to it. Uh, uh, top three. Oh, wait. I have to, uh, hit a button. Maybe. <laughs> if I can find it. There it is. I also have to have the, uh, channel unmuted. Jesus. Have I ever done an episode of this show before? Wait, we're on a show? We oh interrupt. Gosh. Stop it. 
<laughs> you can do it, Sean. Man. <laughs> this is so painful. <laughs> oh my gosh, top three Woody Harrelson movies. Somebody else talk. All right, Andrew. What's your top three Woody Harrelson movies? Go. Top three. All right. With an honorable mention, uh, Zombieland. There we go. Okay, I'm done. That was that song. Kind of reminds me of uh, what's that group? Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Yeah, it's ska. That's what that is. Kind of reminds me of that in a way. Yeah. 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 That that from '96, '94 to 2003, ska was a thing, and it was real and powerful, and I. I wept with the day. Everybody liked it. For about five minutes, yeah. You're right. In fact, they still I, use I a lot of... I thought that trumpets could be... Trumpets could finally have a place in real, you know, and yeah, pop main, music yeah, again. For five minutes. Um, yeah. They use it a lot. You, you hear a lot of ska now in, like, car commercials. You know, like a car zipping yeah. around a thing, and they've got, like, this... It's energetic movie. Yeah. yeah, it is. And so, but, like, we've like that's what it is now. It's, like, been reduced to... Car commercials, and I've also noticed a lot of like kids' cartoons now is kind of Sky like. Like Miles from Tomorrowland mm-hmm. on Disney is very Sky. It's just missing horns. Huh. Um, anyway, I can play that for you after the show. Sorry, uh, Andrew, I completely interrupted your top three. So you said Zombieland. That's a good one. Zo- yeah, honorable mention with uh, Zombieland. Okay. Uh, coming in at number three, Doc Hollywood. Uh, with Michael J. Fox, it's an older one. He's in that movie. Uh, and it, oh yeah, he plays. Uh, oh, that's right. Like he plays the dirt bag. Right. Uh, I forgot like he a, was in that movie. You don't know whether to like him or not like him in the movie, and yeah. But anyway, uh, that's number three. Number two, uh, at kind of a tie for all the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. I thought that he did a fantastic yeah. job in all those. Um, probably one of the better roles that I think he's done. And then number one, a uh, little movie called Now You See Me. And they're actually doing a second one of those. You mean Catch I, Yeah, Now You See Me. I wrote Catch Me If You Can, yeah. but that's what I meant to write was Now You See Me. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, Sam. Okay. There you go. He's going to oh, be right. Lyndon B. Johnson in LBJ the movie. Weird. Yeah. That is really weird. All right, it's I've got uh, my number three is uh, Seven Psychopaths. Okay. Which is a, kind of a fun little movie. Uh, my number two, of course, are, I'm with Andrew there with the various Hunger Games mm-hmm. movies. And my number one is uh, I loved him in Zombieland and his uh, search for Twinkies that ever was was on. Always foiled, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I remember when they cast him in Hunger Games, and I actually didn't like it. I was like, oh, no, man, the character, he's like a big fat dude, and he's he's kind of, you know, and then I was, he's not, because that's how he's described in a book. You remember, Sam? Yep, oh, yeah. Because you read the books. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't yeah. know if you had Andrew or not. but And then I watched the movie, and I was like, oh, actually, he's really good. Okay. He was actually really good <laughs> in that. Because the way he was so condescending, listen here, sweetheart. Like, I just I like the way he was kind of condescending in those movies. And I'm still, I still kick myself to this day that I had an opportunity to be a sound guy on that movie, and I missed it. So, anyway, 
You could have stayed at my house. I know, dude. Like, I, it's 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 that that is one of the pivotal moments in my quote unquote career where I missed something. Yep. I missed yep. an opportunity because I wanted. I stayed with the safe choice because uh, I would have lost my gig at Carowinds. But and the funny part is, if I would have just asked them what the show was. Um, for those of you who have not heard the story or even care, but basically I got a call saying, Hey, we need to sound, we need a boom operator for this movie. We're filming in Hickory. It's for about six weeks. It pays pretty well. Do you want the gig? And I said, no, because then I would lose my job here at Carolyn's. And they said, okay, well, thanks. For, you know, then we'll, you know, thanks anyway. And then literally the next day you, Sam, call me and say, Hey, did you know that they're no. filming the hunger games in Hickory? I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and I, I I called them back, but they didn't they didn't answer the they didn't they yeah. didn't you know, so. Me, meanwhile, it, you know, Sean gets the gig, and it's you know. <laughs> anyway, I would not have made that movie bad. <laughs> I would know to move under the horse. There's anyway. no there's no horses in the movie. <laughs> no, there's not. Oh. Man, that would have been so cool shooting in the woods, and I could have met Jennifer Lawrence. Like, mm-hmm. seriously, one of one of the moments in my career where I really missed out. Anyway, enough I'm of that. Sorry, I know, right? My my number three is I did. Uh, num- or were you done, Sam? I'm sorry. You're oh not- no, that, that's it. I was okay. gonna say, and you could have lived in my my basement. We could have played video games every oh, night. It would have been so, so fun. Yeah. It would have been awesome. It would have been so cool. Let's not think about it. it. Makes me sad just a little bit. Um, <laughs> I will. I, I can. I can. I will say this: the, the staying with Carowinds led me to the job that I'm at now. So I am yes. thankful for that, and and I know my wife is because working in film was very hard. It's hard on a marriage. It's just it's a hard industry to be in. Well, um, I mean, the whole I, you know Jennifer Lawrence there too. Yeah, I no, don't think don't that would have mattered. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, well, cast well, usually don't fraternize with the crew much. Usually. Oh, really? Yeah, like they're friendly. Again, this, especially the low production, low budget production garbage that I've done. They, you know, you can get pretty friendly with the crew and stuff like, and the cast. Um, but like a lot of big budget stuff, they usually don't. They get they're nice to you because you know, you're the ones making their movie. Uh, but you know, I don't think there's a whole lot of dating the crew kind of a thing. I don't know. Maybe there was. Yeah. I mean, gosh, uh, Carrie Fisher went and told uh, Daisy Ridley, you know, don't sleep your way through the crew because apparently she did that in Star Wars. So Whoa, really? Yeah. Apparently she was Lots. she was kind of passed around a little bit, which is unfortunate for her. For her. Wow. No, not good for her. That's awful. Like Why? Because she was really young. <laughs> oh. Like that's kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like that kind of stinks for her. I kind of feel bad for her. Um, though, anyway, I'm not going to say that. I will say this though. Um, Shauna Waldron, who played Icebox in the, um, yeah, the, yeah. the movie, little Giants. the little giants movie. She was on the pilot of the terrible movie, the TV show that we did. And yeah, and I had such high esteem of her like, Oh my gosh, you're Icebox. And I got to meet her and all this other stuff. And then when she got drunk, I was like, Oh, you're drunk Icebox. And then she, <laughs> she got a little, uh, Touchy feely oh, with after that. one of with one of the other uh, crew, the director of photography, and I was like, "No, you're you're Icebox. You you can't do that." Anyway, <laughs> um, shatter, shatter her dreams. I know, completely. Right? Sorry, dude. 
I know. Um, uh, my number three was White Men Can't Jump. I didn't uh-huh. like that one. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. I didn't either. I liked it. Um, oddly enough, number two for me was also Hunger Games. And then my number one was also uh, Now You See Me. So I haven't seen that one yet. It's actually good. It's a magic it thing. Really is. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo is in it. There's a cool twist. Like It's a good movie. I'll have to check it out. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Sir. Oh, no. Michael Caine. Uh, and Morgan yeah. Freeman. Morgan Freeman. That was yeah. a terrible version, but that's all I can do. Um, Barney would, would. Yeah, he could would do help us. Um, uh, I don't think we have any. Uh, that's it, right? So we don't have any email. I got to find. Yeah, there's my script. Right. Sad. No, yeah. I, well, again, uh, like I mentioned before the show, the only email we have is from the uh, podcast awards nomination um, people. Which is telling us to stop sending them <laughs> uh, emails. No. Um, <laughs> Go away, guys. Leave us alone. We I haven't registered us to do the show, to, to, do, to do it, because I just don't really see a reason to. But if you, the listeners, say, hey, we'll, we'll nominate you, we'll vote for you, whatever, then I guess we'll do it. But I don't particularly want to do it um, because I'm lazy. Um, that's not it. Actually, kind of. Uh, so no email, but again, you can always send us an email and we'll read it and we'll we'll, we'll laugh and cry together on uh, cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. Uh, out of 10, time for the out of 10. Um, Andrew. All right, I'm going to try to be more... I, I was perusing our website and just... I'm going to try to be more analytical about how I do this now. <laughs> so I was actually going back and looking at some of the things that I that we watched and that I like better than this uh, because I was going to give it a score that was a little higher than some of the stuff that I like better than this. And I don't want to do that. So um, for instance, I, I think, uh, you know, a Knight's tale is a better movie or Snowpiercer is a better movie than this. Yeah. Uh, and, well, yeah. you know, and those, and those didn't score very high for us. That was Sean. Uh, yeah, so Snowpiercer I, <laughs> affected me, man. Like, there's something about that movie that just—I still think about that movie every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it got to me. I, I think it's actually better than what we what I originally said, just because it kind of haunted me a little bit. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so I am gonna say uh, five point four. Uh, Hooks on the hand. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'll go with that. Five. So you said okay. 5.4. All right. 5.4. I will say this for you, Andrew. You're fairly consistent. I'm looking back over your last few. You've got, so you did this 5.4, and then before that was 6.2, 4.7, 5.2, 6.8, So you're. It, 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 I feel like it takes a lot to get you kind of, you know, give to give a movie a good rating. Yeah. Yeah, I. Yeah. And that's okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure if it's on Netflix, it doesn't deserve. <laughs> doesn't deserve oh, it's not true at all. We need Andrew no, to, to to nominate movies. We need to get him in. Yeah, there we and, need you to pick something that you're gonna like. So when you come out with a nine, I'm gonna be like, what? Well, uh, I, uh, I, I added one to the list. Uh, Bone Tomahawk. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm that's true. Wait that one. Yeah. I'm yeah. waiting on that one. That's mm-hmm. gonna be you guys are gonna like it. You're gonna be waiting a while. 
Um, what? Yeah, I know. It's at the end of uh, uh, December. Is that what I'm looking at? Yeah. Of, of 2017? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. All right. Um, so, Sam. I think I'm going to give this a good 5.8 bowl right. buckets of milk. Out of oh. <laughs> <laughs> or buckets of bowl milk. I guess I should say that. Yeah. So gross. A whole bucket. Whole bucket. A whole bucket. That you could spill and just pour. Like, the fact that he had the milk mustache, too, was just... Oh. <laughs> Makes me want to throw up just a little bit. Actually, a lot of bit. That's okay. Yep. Um, what am I going to give this? I don't know. I really just didn't like it. So I'm just going to say... Well. Um, Sean, I'm going to do... I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to go back and look either to, 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 to affect my, my vote. So I'm just going to say... Uh, Three point five. Wow! Didn't like wow. it. Wow! Just didn't like it. Oh. I didn't think Such it was a horrible person. Uh, well, that's fine. I just didn't you have think it, it down there with Sharknado, and <laughs> I had more fun with Sharknado. Um, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't bored during Sharknado. No, we did watch Sharknado together, the four of us, uh, the chat, yep. obviously. But um, I just whatever. That's okay. Um, that's it. That's our show. You could not like a movie. You are you are entitled. We to all not have like our it. yeah. I mean, gosh, yeah. We certainly do. We 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 have disagreed on many a movie that we've done. I actually tend to think that makes better uh, podcasts when we disagree. Most people like Absolutely. it when you and I argue most of the time, Andrew or Sam. Yeah. Um, yeah. Frankly, or Andrew too. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, well, we, we need to get a good argument with Andrew somehow. That would be pretty funny to do. We need um, to break him in. Ooh, that sounds awful. <laughs> that, that sounded like something from that uh, weird fantasy that he had with uh, the Tostitos guy and the million dollars. I need an adult. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, that's going to do it for our show. So, before we get into trouble. <laughs> Uh, and you, well, you know where that came from. Uh, yeah, it was from another movie that trouble. he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Anyway, um, oh, I think I started the music too soon. Um, <laughs> sorry, there, <laughs> Candide. I mean, because uh, I just remembered I haven't teased what we're playing, what we're doing next week. Yeah, so uh, Garage Band decided to take a dump, um, but not before I realized it, so the guys have already hung up, and so now I'm just doing it, as they say, fixing it in post. So next week we are doing, as I was going to tease, uh, we are doing, uh, what are we doing? Oh, we're doing um, National Treasure. That's right, National Treasure, the uh, the that movie with the Nicolas Cage and all that stuff. So look forward for that. It should be a fun time. Um, I will enjoy uh, making fun of that movie immensely because, you know, it's so historically accurate and all. Um, anyway, so that's going to do it for the show. So, um, um, yeah, so, of course, you uh, send us your emails to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. Um, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at CheapSeatCast. I am at Sean J. Allred. Uh, Sam is at Sinigi16. Corny is at Johnny Darko 16 And Andrew is at A. Jimison. 
Um, please send us your reviews, like I said, to Gmail, uh, cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. Uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cheapseatreviews. We are now on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play. What? Yep, it's official. Google Play launched uh, their new app for Android phones. Um, and you can now stream our podcast. So if you got a buddy who's like, man. That podcast you listened to was so cool on your iPhone. I wish I could get it on my Android. Well, you can say, friend, now is your lucky day. So, that's right. We're on Google Play. So, check us out there. Leave us a review. We love to hear them also, or read them. Um, you can leave us a voicemail. Call and leave us a voicemail. 704-271-4290. That's right. And we'll, leave, we'll listen to them on air and play them and love them and hold them and whatever. So, that's going to do it for us. So... Yeah, sorry this is a little weird at the end of the episode where I, I know I sound different and whatnot, but it's just the way it is sometimes in the business. So uh, on behalf of um, Corny, who did not join us tonight, but uh, Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying good night. Uh, thanks for listening, and don't let Bill Murray talk you out of getting out of a car because you'll get your hand chopped off.